Hi, and welcome to Joyful Projects. This is episode 26. This is the last episode of this series. I'm Paul Armstrong, and it really has been my joy to share this thought process about how to take Sunday's message, bring it into Monday's mission, okay? To be able to actually think about the difference between leading and managing and, and to focus on what it really means to be a Christian who now has a vocation to lead others, to transform an idea into a reality. So just to help summarize where we were, remember we called this the ideal approach. Ideal, I had a little fun with that. Because what's a project that takes what's an idea, makes it a reality. Idea to real, ideal. It also sends sort of a message, right? <laughs> it's pretty doggone awesome, right? It's ideal. It's a cool way to do it. It's actually a fulfilling way to do it. The ideal approach. And then we use that as an acronym, I-D-E-A-L. And we walk through how that moves through the storyline, the movie plot that we call a project life cycle. And we first started by laying the foundation. We said, mm, along every step of the way, we're focused on enabling joy. And we said, what's enabling joy? It's about, well, joy is strength. The opposite of joy is fear. So really enabling joy is like driving out fear. It's like eliminating fear. That's just not about saying, don't be scared. It's about doing something that actually removes fear. So what's our biggest fear? Our biggest fear is being alone. Our biggest, second biggest fear, uh, having no purpose. So right off the bat, we talked about to enable joy is about making a connection with others and with purpose. Then another big fear is that we're irrelevant, that we're on the bench in the game of life. So we talked about ways to help people see how they're going to create value. And then the, the last one was, it isn't just, the, it's not about the result. It's about how it makes a difference. And so contributing this to others, that we are part of something that, that basically makes somebody else's life better, okay? So enabling joy to connect, create value, and contribute. And we said the other big component, the big foundation, is to engage excellence. We said there were three components to that, right? And those were even split into subcomponents. We talked about the first component, the, the rational ones. And we knew what those were, scope, cost, quality, schedule, okay? And we talked about the relational three, about our team, our contractors, our customers. We talked about the readiness, too, making sure that we have the right supplies, and we've looked at risk. And we said how those are held together by the <laughs> what really almost defines most of us. And it's how we take what's in our minds and share it with others. Communication. And the communication was the bond between the enabling joy elements and the engaging excellence elements. So we have that foundation. Then we took the journey, I-D-E-A-L, where we started by inviting, initiating indoctrinating. Then we started getting our thoughts together with dialogue, discovery, defining where we were heading. And we gave it a little a test where we explored what could go right, what could go better, what could go wrong. And we encountered different obstacles that we now could see in front of us. And, and then we, we stayed in touch. We stayed with faith. We encouraged. Then we went off and did it with ACT. 
and we, we achieved outputs and we accomplished outcomes. And then it wasn't just walk away. It was the L steps of lifting people up so that as they went from this project to another, wow, they were better for it. And what did we all learn along the way so that the next project would be better than this one? And then letting go, letting go. So that's been our journey. You may remember in the very beginning, we talked about this process of ideal. And in leading the ideal project, we have in the book some ways to stop and reflect. I just want to offer a couple of them up here. Remember, this is personal. So it's what's happening in your mind and your beliefs and your attitudes. So right off the bat, when we think about leading the ideal project, we want to challenge the assumptions of maybe how we did it before. That it, we need to own it. We need to think it through and make it ours. It might help to enlist the help of a coach. Okay, someone who's been through this process before. And always remember that the project, it's not running steady state. You're running something that's always changing. And leaders are defined by how they lead change. You know, I, I want to share a couple quotes that are actually in the book. One is in the very beginning. It's, it's a quote by a guy, Francis de Sales. Uh, he was a priest, lived in the 1500s. What's cool is he wrote what is considered to be the first sort of spiritual help book, self-help book for everyday folks. It's called Introduction to the Devout Life. It's pretty cool when you read his words from the 1500s. Amazing how many resonate today. But he says, walk joyfully through life. Walk joyfully through life. Okay, so what do we say? Joyfully means without fear. Or looking at the way Mother Teresa said it, with strength. Okay, if you have strength, you're going to be less fearful, right? Walk joyfully through life. And then he says, and if times you cannot at least walk with faith and courage, with faith that I can connect to people and purpose, with faith that I can create value, with faith that I can give it to others. And with courage that I'll be able to make the good decisions, the decisions that reflect the will of God. That's pretty cool. Walk joyfully through life. And if times you cannot, at least with faith and courage. The other quote I have is, is actually the way I, I end the book. And that is from a, a great woman, Edith Stein. Edith Stein was probably the most renowned philosophers in Germany in the 1930s. Uh, she was uh, a German-Jewish philosopher. She actually probably went through a period of time where she questioned the existence of God. She did convert to Christianity, and she actually became a Carmelite sister. Uh, she was captured and uh, martyred in Auschwitz in 1942. And she says this. She says, Helping Christ carry his cross fills one with a strong and pure joy. And those who may and can do so, the builders of God's kingdom, are the most authentic children of God. When we hear Sunday's message, now we're off to do Monday's mission. Monday's mission, what is it? It is our way of helping Christ carry his cross. Is how we live and lead this thing that we're calling a project or this thing that we call transforming an idea to a reality. It's how we interact with the others. It's how we maintain ourselves to have integrity and trust. 
helping Christ carry his cross fills one with a strong and pure joy. And those who may and can do so, the builders of God's kingdom, are the most authentic children of God. So I'm going to end our time together here on these podcasts by reading the best sermon of all time, the most powerful sermon of all time. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to take the one that's in Matthew 5, verses 3 to 10. Sometimes called the Sermon on the Mount, called the Beatitudes. So let's listen to this. And I want you to listen to it and think about your role as a leader on a project. And what do these words mean when you're living Monday's mission, when you're leading that team? Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for being here, the final and last episode. My prayer is that all of us will know how to help Christ carry his cross, that all of us will know how to live these beautiful teachings of Jesus in his, I would say, life-changing, history-changing Sermon on the Mount. You take care. God bless. And who knows, maybe we'll see each other again, and hopefully we'll, we'll see each other in the great banquet that Jesus has prepared for us.